Hey everybody, welcome to the Trinity Podcast. My name is Chris McDaniel and we are continuing our uh, daily office journey through the season of Lent. Um, today, uh, I pulled the gospel lesson, um, as has been our rhythm here during this Lenten season, to read and just do a little bit of reflecting uh, for you in the Word as you go about your day. I'll first read and then we'll pray and then we'll jump in and see what we can see in the Word today. Mark 4, verse 35 through 41. On that day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd behind, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was. Other boats were with him. A great gale arose, and the winds, waves beat into the boat, so that the boat was already being swamped. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion, and they woke him up and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? He woke up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And when the wind ceased, there was a dead calm. And he said to them, Why are you afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great awe and said to one another, Who then is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for the Bible. Lord, we thank you for this glimpse into Jesus' life and, and the life that he experienced with his friends. Um, Father, I thank you for this boat and this day that they had on the lake. Um, help us to think about our own lives today, Lord, as we journey through our day and through this Lenten season. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So this is a, a familiar text. If you've spent some time in church, you've probably heard this or read this text. Um, and so we're just going to walk through it and, and see uh, what we can see. I've got a few things I want to highlight to you that I think might bear some relevance in your own life as we walk through our own lives, looking at this text as maybe a bit of a metaphor for us. Um, this actually happened with Jesus and his friends, but for you and me, it might speak to us symbolically about how we might be navigating life uh, with Jesus in, in this season. So we're told that Jesus is put in the boat just as he was, and we don't really know what that means. Um, he left a, a teaching space about spiritual growth, and he got into a boat, um, and I don't know. He might have been tired. Uh, he could have been feeling um, unwell. He clearly goes to sleep in the boat. Um, we're told that Jesus just gets into the boat. Um, Jesus has just taught those who are listening to him that growth using farming imagery happens slowly over time. But as we are about to see in this text, growth may happen slowly, but storms uh, can come out of nowhere. Seemingly they can pop up in an instant and without notice. And the disciples are about to experience that. And I'm sure you have too. What Jesus says when he gets in the boat before he goes to sleep is, let us go across to the other side. And y'all, this is really important. Jesus looks at his friends before going off to sleep and he says, we're going to make it over there. He points them in a direction and he says, that's where we're headed. And so they head out. Um, he has given them a sense that they're going to get where they intended to go. They just don't know how they're going to get there when the storm pops up. And so while Jesus is asleep on a cushion, a storm emerges. Now, you've probably heard me say this before if you go to Trinity, but water in the Bible, specifically as it relates to the Jewish culture, was almost always seen as um, speaking to them of um, uncertainty, chaos. Uh, Jews were not uh, seafaring people. And so oftentimes in the Bible, water speaks to um, 
um, obstacles being in over your head, uh, something bigger than you. And so they are now entering into something bigger than them. They are in over their heads and a storm comes up while Jesus is asleep. Now, the disciples were fishermen, and so they spent time on this this Sea of Galilee, and so they knew storms could pop up out of nowhere on, on this lake. And while all hell is breaking loose around the disciples, Jesus is just out like a light. He is asleep on the cushion. And <laughs> when I read this story, I, I can totally identify it with it. There, there are times in my own life, I, I've even had times recently where I've thought, Gosh, I, I know exactly how those disciples feel. Um, Jesus seems to be just asleep, and I am scared to death. I am in the midst of a major life struggle. Maybe you feel like that now yourself. And so these guys are fighting against um, a, a majorly adverse circumstance, and Jesus um, is just asleep. And I think there are probably two reasons for him being asleep. Number one is I, I think he's tired and he's honoring his need for rest. And y'all, there's something for us in that. In the midst of a storm, Jesus finds a time to rest. And I would just say in the midst of your storms, you need to also find time to rest. Uh, my family and I just went to uh, the mountains uh, on the day of my recording. I actually just got out of um, a borrowed Jeep um, coming back from North Georgia. And we had a good two days worth of rest. It was really, really nice. In the middle of storms, you can rest. Jesus certainly did, and he gives you permission to as well. But I think the second reason why Jesus is sleeping is he is looking to form his friends by allowing them to experience a little bit of temporal difficulty. And I just want to say to you, there are times where Jesus will allow us to grow and invite us to grow by allowing us to experience some trouble. He He's not surprised by the storm that his friends encountered here. And I just want to tell you, I don't think he's surprised by the storms that you and me, that we encounter. Um, nothing catches him off guard, and yet he does allow us to experience storms. And so the disciples are in the middle of a storm. Jesus is with them, but he's not actively engaging. He's asleep, and they panic. They wake him up, and they yell, don't you care that we're all going to die? And the great thing about this beautiful story is that uh, Jesus moves toward his friends, even in their panic, even when they're not acting quite right, even when they uh, cry out to him, if you will, imperfectly, Jesus responds to them. Um, he rebukes the wind and the waves, even though there's a hint of allegation uh, and accusation in, in his friend's word. They, they're like accused Jesus essentially of not caring whether they live or die. But rather than Jesus saying, well, you've missed the mark there, so I'm going to let you experience some more trouble, he actually intervenes and he engages. And one of the things that I, I really have taken out of this text is that Jesus, when he turns to his friends and he says, why are you afraid? It reminds me that he speaks to me and he speaks to you even when we're in a panic, even when we're confused, even when we're afraid. And so Jesus is teaching his friends. Even in this moment, he is teaching them. And I believe that when you and me, when we experience trouble, he is looking to teach us. We may not receive it well or hear it in the moment, but he is actually trying to teach us. And here's where I want to leave this, this text. Um, crisis is meant to galvanize community. 
it's not meant to isolate us. It's meant to galvanize us. And, and you have to think about the disciples in this boat. They experienced this intervention and the crisis together. They experienced it as a team, as a group of people, and they're learning together. And I just want to ask you, who are the people that you're meant to be learning with? Who are you meant to be experiencing growth with? Not just by yourself, but who are you meant to experience it with? Who are your friends? Who are your people? Uh, the disciples were together and they were receiving something from Jesus together. And I just have this hunch that we are meant to receive together. Um, and so I want you to stop and ask, who, who are my people that I'm meant to be growing with during this season of life? So this text, in my view at least, is all of life in a snapshot. We get in over our heads, get into trouble. We worry that Jesus is going to help us. He does help us. And then he challenges us to grow and to grow together. So here are a couple of things I want you to think about as the day goes. Number one, think about this statement. Growth comes slowly, but trouble emerges suddenly. How does that make you feel? Where are you experiencing slow growth and quick trouble? Here's another one for consideration. Does Jesus seem like he's asleep in your boat right now? Um, maybe you would say, yeah, I, I think he's asleep in the boat. I think it's good to name that, to be aware of that. And then I want to leave you with this one. How might experiencing trouble together with others be better than just walking through trouble all by yourself? Father, I pray that you would be with my friends as they walk through this day, as we, Lord, journey through this Lenten season. I pray that you would give us your grace. Have mercy on us, Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you next week.